0: We are on the line with WSB Money Matters host Wes Moss. And uh, Wes, the rough and tumble uh, to start the week for the markets here, the Dow losing more than 700 points, nearly 3%. Trade war with China, obviously the overarching issue here, it appears. particular, though, is this tied to China devaluing its currency and ratio value against the U.S. dollar?
1: In response to U.S. tariffs on Chinese goods, one measure that they can take is effectively or essentially cheapen their currency devalue their currency so that when other countries from around the world buy their products if their currency is weaker their products become cheaper and that and, the, and the, when their products are less expensive it effectively can offset the negative impact that the tariffs create for their economy so uh, them devaluing the yuan that is exactly what they're, they're trying to do that in order to offset this Here's the big problem, though. If the currency keeps going down, what will happen is that you'll see capital flight out of China. If you are doing business in China and you effectively have a, a, a currency that continues to go down in value, well, what happens then is people take their money out of the country. Billionaires, millionaires, companies, they, they say, look, I'd rather have my money in the United States. So at some point, it becomes a slippery slope. It can help. The devaluation can... In the short term, offset these tariffs. But then a bigger, more systemic problem is hey, where's all the money now? Money's now flowing out of the country. And the government doesn't want that to happen either. So they have to be very careful about how much or how far they take this devaluation.
0: And, Wes, so we have China making threats of their own tariffs. We've got that September 1st deadline, so to speak, of uh, of President Trump maybe slapping a 10% more tariff on Chinese goods. Only weeks away from that possibly happening. Where do you see how this goes over the next few weeks?
1: With this new round that's, that is supposed to kick in September 1st, what you're going to see is just more offsetting of what has been so far a strong or a solid economy in 2019. We had stimulus or have stimulus in 2019 from, left over from the tax reform of 2018 to the tune of about $122 billion to, to the financial good in 2019. If we get this next round... That's effectively going to be offset. All that stimulus will be offset by the tariffs that are in place by September 1st. Let's say we take the tariffs up another level and do 25% on everything, everything that we import from China. That'll cost us around $150 billion, call that three-quarters of a percent, maybe a full percent of GDP which is obviously something that tips us closer towards going into recession.
0: The president likes to tweet in all of this. He tweeted on Monday about China, saying China has always used currency manipulation. Not anymore, he says. "What does his tough talk through tweet? Uh, how does that affect things as well?
1: All of this is a negotiation, and I, and I really believe that Trump is trying to do a reset. They're trying to do a reset with a deal with a country that hasn't been fair uh, for a lot of years, and this is the first president that has used a medium like this in order to embolden his position. The other thought of this is that we know that third-year presidential cycles are typically good for the market because presidents understand that they need a good market and a good economy in order to get reelected. period. The, if we keep going on this trajectory, we are going to see an economy that was really strong and a stock market that was really strong at the beginning of this year. To have that phase out towards the end of 2019 would obviously not be great for reelection purposes, even though the thought might be that, Hey, China is a common enemy and we rally around that as a, as a nation or Trump uses that as a camp as part of his campaign. That's a pretty significant bet. I think that a more stable bet to get reelected is a good economy and a good stock market. So here's where I think the resolution comes in. You've got a couple possibilities. One, Yes, we could do a trade deal, uh, and, and some sort of trade deal would be – or some sort of great new deal that has lower tariffs or no tariffs, non-tariff barriers go away, uh, and that's enforceable long-term, then everybody's happy and we hit trade nirvana. I think that's relatively unlikely. I think the, the second option would be the globe, and the United States just rebalances away and does less business with China. Companies are already doing that. Even if that happens, listen, commerce will still survive. China maybe just plays a lesser role in our, in our economy, and the U.S. lives to fight it another day. Those are the two outcomes. What will probably happen is a combination of those two, potentially less reliance on China. More and more companies choose to do business in other countries around the world, and we do some sort of a trade deal. So a combination of the two gets us to some sort of resolution which is, I think, where we ultimately end up long-term.
0: You, I, our listeners, individually listening and looking at their own portfolios, when when you see a bad, bad day like that on on Wall Street, are you talking people off the ledge? How does that work for you?
1: Every time we go through one of these sell-offs, and and the market this year has been uh, effectively an escalator, stair-step higher, 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 and then it's an elevator down. And that's what we just saw today. The reality here is that that is how markets work. Sell-offs, uh, people get very scared very quickly, and everybody runs to the exit at the same time. But that is just the nature of being a long-term investor. Just because we have a bad day, week, month, doesn't mean we're going to have a bad year or five years. And that's the perspective that we all need to keep. Investors need to keep that. If you have a 401K. I always say you know, drive through, uh, the, drive through, and on the other side, it'll be okay. And, but it, it doesn't mean that it's easy to do so. It doesn't mean that it's not painful. But we know we, we all have to take a much longer uh, perspective on this and know that at some point we get economic resolution because in the end, economies, presidents, administrations, governments do what's in their best interest. And in the end, the best interest of both China and the United States is to do some sort of deal and do more business together. So that's ultimately, I think, what will happen. But it, it'll be a painful process until we get there.